Hi, it's Megan, and thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Woo as Fuck. This week, we are talking all about abundance and how that definitely isn't just financial abundance. I will go ahead and give a disclaimer that at the beginning of this episode, we both get pretty triggered because when you talk about money and you talk about abundance, it's so easy um, to think about how it really relates to so much more than money. Um, even now I'm like trying to say it. I'm like, oh no. But what really matters is um, that you're finding other avenues of abundance in your life and open yourself up, like leaving yourself to, like really open. So if in the beginning you're really uncomfortable and you're not enjoying it, if you could just stick it out, I think that you will really find a wonderful message. And I think that we had to go through that, that ick in the beginning that, oh, what do you mean? I don't need money feeling um <laughs> in the beginning to get to the the message and it's really nice so i hope that you're having a wonderful day thank you for joining us and let's get into it hi it's megan and this is Lissa, and welcome to woo as fuck Today we're talking about abundance. Yeah, so uh, a lot of times when people think about abundance, they automatically go to financial abundance. So money kind of currently feels like it makes the world go round. So they, they get stuck on what abundance is, how to attract it, and like how they value it. Because I, mean, I know we've touched on this a few different times, but we wanted to really dedicate an episode just to this topic because it's a really, a, it's a recurring theme right now. And it's something that's impacted us personally and everyone around us personally. And there's a lot of trauma surrounding what we consider abundance to be. So we really want to kind of dive deep, talk about it and some differentiations between attracting abundance and manifestation. Um, because a lot of people kind of get those two things, not confused, but they, they relate them in ways that aren't always right. So we want to talk about it. And also talk about it because, oh, man, I've been, it feels as though uh, my whole team has been screaming at me in regards to this topic, this subject, that um, this whole idea that money is abundant, that money is how we provide for ourselves is just one big gigantic lie. It's just not true. It's what we choose to believe. And, um, and everything, like all of my, all of my, well, actually even my physical team now, like even people here in this incarnation are, um, we're all starting, Megan and I, like everyone, we're starting to get that like, oh, oh, <laughs> holy crap. Money is one channel of abundance, but abundance just is. And money is just one way to tap into that. Yeah. And I know that with our current world, sometimes it really feels like if you don't have money, you can't have anything else. And it's so hard to get money and you have to do X, Y, and Z to get what you need to survive and you need it to survive, which I guess technically you do because you need a house and food. But there are other avenues and other things to really focus on to fill up your like abundance cup with. And there are things that can fall into place. And it's, it's beautiful when it can happen. It's a pain in the ass when you're struggling. This is going to, I can already tell this is going to be one of those where I'm just like channeling the whole time, because, which makes sense because that's what yeah. this is all, this is what this subject has been about me or what 
see, I can't even think you guys, but, um, Megan, as you were like, it's just so loud. So I'm going to be very, so Lissa, me, hi guys, I'm going into a back couch in the back room here. And then, uh, my channel will just be on. So, <laughs> um, everything that I'm saying isn't necessarily something I personally agree with. It's all just the information that comes to me. So take it as it resonates, right. As always. But, um, when Megan said right there, technically you do need money cause you need a house and you need food. Um, so the channel, it's so funny how I don't want to take responsibility for this, but whatever. Um, that's yeah, I was about to ask why, why you're feeling so defensive about this, that you want to provide the disclaimers. It's because the information that I'm going to be talking about is, um, triggering. It's triggering. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it might be triggering to you personally. Hugely because I have been struggling with money. I and mean, then this is part of why I'm learning this lesson, but I personally have been having the most significant financial struggles I've ever experienced in my life. And it is uh, side by side with both literally being the most abundant I've ever been financially and the most broke I've ever been financially, almost back to back and literally in ebbs and flows because I'm learning how to operate this channel. But, um, or excuse me, learning how to, okay, this is what we're going to be talking. I get it. Yeah. This is what we're going to be talking about today is learning how to open up your channels of abundance that are, um, I want to say the word irrespective, but I don't think that's what this word's used for, but that are independent of money, independent of money. So Megan, when you said just there, well, technically you need money for a house and food. Um, what I hear, um, in my everything is that's not true at all. Um, that that's a belief that we hold. And I feel the resistance to that already in within myself even. But the thing yeah, is- I feel it within me too, because like I immediately went on, wanted to be like, well, I mean, outside of having a community of people who are your support system and you guys are all working together and someone happened to already own some land and you were farming, like I'm justifying it all as you're saying it, because it is uh, definitely just a very, very deeply rooted core belief that you need money to have house and food. Well, food you can grow, but you have to have money to buy the land to grow the food. But the check this, yeah, but check this out. So in that circumstance, the one that you're talking about, you said a very important factor, which is separate, which is out, if you didn't have a community. So that's not what I said. What I said was, right, and I'm not arguing, I'm just saying like what I'm talking about is you don't need money to have a house and food, but you do need other people to operate in an energetic ecosystem where you can have your basic needs met. So this is where I want to like start screaming at people because it feels like the message is so strong. That is why money exists is to separate us. That is why these systems exist is to divide us and make us dependent on things outside of ourselves that are also outside of community that are directly related to consumerism. And this isn't even like my personal opinion. This is just shit that's coming out of me. But like, if you imagine that you are part of a community and you don't have a house and you don't have food and you know someone who needs a full-time nanny, you know, and they decide to pay you in literally allowing you to have a place to live and food to eat. That's an, one example of somebody who would be able to have all of their basic needs met without relying on any sort of income stream direct to money. And that's just one tiny example. And our programming around money is so strong and so deep that so many of us are going to hear these ideas and literally just omit them and be like, well, that's silly and stupid. And it's just not true. But um, in reality, Literally, we do not need money in the way that we think we need money because there are opportunities and people and resources available to us outside of money once we start to actually look for them. Okay, I'm hearing um, a lot of people already and like 
Okay, I hear you. Um, I'm hearing a lot of people already um, kind of pick that apart. And we're just starting. And I, I totally get it because I, I'm feeling the same way. But I think what the differentiation is, because obviously the people that that person in that circumstance live with have money to have the house and so on and so forth. Um, but the point is not about the world no longer relying on money. Um, the point is your own personal and no one's saying don't rely on money. What we're, we're talking about is just like opening yourself up to other avenues of abundance um, to allow other things to flow. And it's about focusing on other avenues of abundance to fill your life with other very meaningful and impactful things. Um, it's a personal experience, not a global experience. We're not talking about if money went away tomorrow for literally every single person. Um, we're, we're focusing on the you in this and let yeah and let me be clear one of the reasons it's so interesting what this is why i'm like melissa's going on a back couch now i'm not gonna be here uh the reason i'm saying that is because it's literally triggering for me like i am in this experience with you guys as well and it is also triggering for me like um to to understand these concepts and ideas is not something that's easy and for me personally i tend to go black or white with it in order to grasp like in order to even be able to wrap my head around the concept. So um, literally we, we talked on the manifestation episode, I'm pretty sure it was, we talked about if somebody like the example of somebody sitting in a circle and having there be hoses, like going towards that circle. And let's say there were 12 streams or like 12 hoses going towards the center of a circle. And let's say every one of those hoses represented a different stream of abundance. Like one stream of abundance may be um, the uh, positive emotion. One stream of abundance may be, um, you know, health and wellness. One stream of abundance may be money. All I'm saying is that we are taught from a very young age well, not even taught, we're just, we are born into an environment, into a reality where in order to live, in order to eat, in order to exist, we have to have that, we are focused from the get-go on that one hose, that one stream, that one channel. And we're taught to ignore all the other ones because this one is important for survival. This is the one that has all of our basic needs met. And what I'm saying is that if you kind of soften your focus, I can feel you guys starting to get this now. If you can soften your focus on that one thing, which is money, you can begin to widen your scope and see all of the other streams that are coming towards you and how the things that you think you might need that one avenue for, you can actually have it met somewhere else in ways that you couldn't even imagine. I am absolutely aware that right now it is a necessity to have currency in order to exist on this planet. Like I'm not a dumb dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like I get it. But I also think it's important and imperative and necessary for us right now to begin to operate and like engage in our imagination to think about what it would look like and feel like to not be so dependent on money because our fear and our lack is directly related with this idea that the only way we can survive is with money. So that's the programming that I'm purposefully with intention hitting on. And I know that I'm doing that, which is why I'm like, oh, I'm sorry <laughs> at the same time. But it's really important for us to begin to recognize that um, you know, there are other ways to take care of ourselves. And if we can begin to implement those things now, then quote unquote money, currency, this way that we've always been taught to support ourselves will become less significant than it has been in the past. 
Yeah. So I think what would really help is to focus on a small way that you can look at other ways of incorporating like other avenues, other hoses of abundance into your life. So let's think about love and abundance of love. Think about how wonderful it would feel to know that your life was full of meaningful relationships and love and gratitude and appreciation. Um, think about time. So a lot of the times with work, um, if you take out the money factor of it, what really hurts us in a lot of different ways is that time that you're putting into it. You're losing a good portion of your waking hours and you're losing a good portion of your energy, an abundance of energy, um, an abundance of um, quality time with a partner, like actual quality time, an abundance of physical touch, an abundance of um, really enjoying and being present in the moment. And these are just small ways that you can think about abundance that you have in your life and what lacks you might have that aren't related to money at all. So for me, um, abundance of time was a big deal because I've been working three-ish, if not more jobs since 2016 pretty much. Um, I've not had free time in a really long time. So having any amount of time itself, it was, it was honestly like time was a more valuable resource to me than just about anything else, because I literally didn't have time in my day to uh, read a book or play a game or make art or just rest and not turn your brain off rest. I'm dead because I've worked so hard, but actual like restful replenishing rest. So kind of look at your life and things that maybe are lacking that aren't related to money. Um, and that could be like opening those avenues of other abundance could be simply making sure that every day you're taking time to reach out to someone who you care about that maybe you very easily end up going three weeks without talking to not because you don't love them, but you, you just don't have the space or time. And every time you do connect with them, you feel your cup being like filled up. Um, but it's well, life gets in the way or whatever your excuse is. I I'm guilty of this myself. Um, and then make time, like make effort and see how that impacts your life as you implement these small tangible ways of opening yourself up to like filling yourself up energetically and your energetic body up and recharging yourself and like really thriving and surviving outside of thinking about like how I survive or money or whatever. I'm, I'm getting so many examples as you're talking, which is super helpful. Thank you for the examples. So, so like it's, um, and if I, but, FYI, everybody, if I were to start this over again without immediately triggering everybody, which clearly we're not going to do, but I think that a really good way to ease into it, if you're talking about this with people that you love and they're immediately resistant, a nicer way to ease into it is a way that Megan did with um, immediately talking about uh, alternate channels of abundance. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Alternate channels of abundance that are equally as meaningful as currency. So time, like it's so interesting, Megan, when you were talking about love, I just could feel every, like I could feel people going like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you said time and it was like an immediate, oh fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, everybody feels that. Everyone feels that when you said time, everybody's like shit. Because um, I don't know about you guys, but I have definitely worked shifts where I have made 
like a lot of tips and been really proud of the money that I was bringing home, but I would have gladly given it back to have had that time back. And um, another thing that's equally as important as time is health. So I want you to think about for that a minute, because when we talk about like what we need to survive, you know, most of us immediately go to what we can provide for ourselves. But if there is no time to be spent at all in, in your life with the things that, that are of importance to you outside of what's going to make you the livelihood that you need to survive. And if you don't have your health, if you don't have your physical health, and if you don't have your mental or emotional health, these are all really good examples of ways that you can have an incredibly open stream of, of like your abundance with currency and cash or whatever. But when it comes to all of the other avenues, you're so closed off that it's, you're not getting the fulfillment that one would expect if you, okay, say this in a more clear fashion, Lissa, you can do this. Help Megan. I um I got kind of a clarification of like how to phrase it. That would make sense. It's not about survival. So I think that's a big triggering thing. And ultimately, yeah, it's about survival. But what we're talking about is the difference in existing in your life and experiencing your life. Thank Um, you. Yeah. So if you separate the money and everything else from this, it's, it's really about like, when you look back at your life, do you want to feel like, okay, I sat at a desk and I was miserable and I stressed about money and I was unhappy and I existed and... All of a sudden, I'm 95 and tired. I'm so tired. I've been tired. I saw I was reading a comic yesterday, um, The Invisibles, and one of the p- panels said something. It was a 95-year-old woman, and she said, um, I've been dying for the last 30 years. And that hit home for me um, because it feels like sometimes we are literally just like biding time by and like existing until you know it's time for this this vessel to pass away and we can move on to the next thing and wouldn't it be so amazing if instead of dying for the last 30 years you've been living you've been experiencing you've been enjoying things and like maybe if someone were to compare your life to a billionaire's life which they they have their own crap too but they had opportunities and experiences that you didn't have. But if you compare the two, when you look back at it, I had meaningful connections. I had an abundance of time. I like was so proud of the time that I spent making art and things that like filled my home with beauty and filled my soul. And um, like I, those hard moments, you know, that used to be my like, the really bad trigger those those things that used to really bother me I worked through those and I worked through my shadow and I was able to appreciate the darkness within myself instead of being afraid of it and knowing that you had this life that was full of experience and love and laughter and um this definitely isn't a love and light it's it's more about having that like when you look back at your life and you look back at everything that you filled your body up with and your soul up with and your energetic field up with are you happy with that time that you spent and the way that you spent your money? Was it just to survive or were you like getting to travel? Like if you're thinking about money, you know, what are you doing with it? Because it's all an energetic exchange and what you're doing. And I'm not saying quit your job. That's what it sounds like. I'm saying, look at, evaluate your life and what's meaningful to you and what you want more of in your life. Because when you open yourself up to things, like I put a huge focus on time. Um, whenever I realized I 
was failing to have this abundance of time. Um, and by changing that mindset around it, I was able to actually earn a lot of money, a lot more money because I opened myself up to like figuring things out because I was putting a value on time. I found an avenue to earn more money by working less hours. Like I'm making more money and working less time. I've went from a six day work week to a four day work week, which for me is huge because I've been working six days a week for years. And having that abundance of time, it, it's, it feels as good. I mean, it depends on who you are and it depends on what you value, but um, it, it feels just as good as having an abundance of money if you haven't had time because that ability to be able to care for yourself in that way and actually be able to, to implement the things that we need to do to be okay, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, and all of that, we need time to be able to do those things. So if you don't have time, but you have um, wealth, then that can be really uncomfortable. I was given a, um, I'm being reminded of a couple things here. One of the things that I want to say is one of the things that I love so much about um, being able to do this with you, Megan, is that we are in the process of implementing what we're learning as we're learning it. And that's literally why we're filming, filming this podcast. You know what I mean? Recording this podcast, because we are learning, we are getting these messages uh, channeled to us. We're getting them like given to us in our lives. We're learning them from each other. We're learning them from our friends. And um, we are figuring this out as we go. And we're talking to you from that place as your peer. So as you're listening to us, please don't um, think that we have any sense of authority in what we're talking about, because we're really experimenting with these concepts as a peer and telling you what our experience is and hoping to hear from you what your experience is so we can all learn together. With that being said, I want to tell you all, I went to a memorial service um, over the weekend for a friend of mine that passed away. And she was uh, older. She was in her 70s, her mid-70s. And um, she had a it was sudden, a very sudden passing, but a relatively peaceful passing. But check it out, guys. She passed away with, with pretty much no uh, wealth at all. And, um, and she was really struggling financially. And she was incredibly abundant in her life. She was happy. She took care of herself. She would go like out and dance still. She wore high heels to work every single day until the day she died, literally. She would dress to the nines every single day until the day she died. But the reason I'm bringing her up is because she was someone who could literally implement unconditional love wherever she was. So where, I'm, where I worked that I'm talking about was an outpatient treatment center. And she was a nurse there. And she worked in addiction treatment um, since the 60s, I do believe. And um, she, when I was at this woman's memorial service, I got to experience what it looks like when somebody lives a life fully and from a place of love and in a state of alignment. And it literally changes people. Everybody in this room was touched by her in a way that I have never seen before because the consistent thing that was said over and over and over is that she accepted people for who they were and how they were and she loved with authenticity and because she did that literally people in her life changed they became more authentically themselves because they felt safe to do so around her and there were several people that went up and spoke that had no intention of speaking 
but because other people came up and spoke about their experience and they were raw and vulnerable, these other individuals felt motivated to go up and speak their truth and also be raw and vulnerable. And her actual mother-in-law and brother-in-law came up and spoke about how they were horrible, judgmental people to her because this woman was like uh, hippy-dippy, flow with the wind. Her actual name was River Dancing. She legally changed her name to River Dancing. And, um, and she was just like such an incredible spirit. Like I can still feel her energy with me now and with us today. She was just so uh, elevated, very elevated and very wise. And, um, and that to me, so here's a woman that's exiting with no physical possessions and nothing to, to hand down, but holy motherfucking shit. Did she leave the biggest goddamn ripple I have ever fucking seen? And I'm cursing with intent to give, uh, like emphasis because I have never experienced such a heavy, abundant, ripple effect from another human being existing on this planet just as themselves. And that is an incredible example of an avenue of like what it's like to cultivate abundance in your life and have it be about what's actually meaningful and what's rooted in your core as being like specific to you. And for her in particular, it was living in a space of acceptance and like non-judgment and being able to see people for who they are. And, um, Megan, what are you hearing when I'm talking about this? Um, I have a lot of different things that I want to say. First and foremost, I almost cried several times. Um, but first off, I guess I we're talking about the people weren't intending to come up and speak, but everyone was being so raw and vulnerable and it, they were just compelled to do so. Um, that's, that's us. That's what we're doing. That's why we're constantly called to, to talk about these things that we're experiencing in the moment and that are real and vulnerable is because we're going through it and we're like the first people that went up and spoke and that is inspiring everyone else to have those conversations to, and to evaluate those things. Um, second, I have that, that story and that woman's life. Um, that's what I, I've given a lot of thought to like, if I were to pass away, how I would want people to, um, remember me like what I wanted that experience to be and there are various reasons some are specific to like I had someone that passed away in my life that everyone was really mean to and then when they passed everyone pretended like they were best friends and so that started me like me thinking a lot about it and then I've also just generally had um, mental health issues so obviously I've thought about what I wanted if I were to pass and um I've always, one of the reasons why I've always kind of kept going in those like harder moments in my life was specifically because when I pass away, I wanted to have that kind of experience like she had, where um, I always have said that I wanted to do, instead of a traditional um, service, I wanted it to be a potluck where everyone brought meals that were their favorite comfort food their favorite thing and they were sharing it all together and they were sharing memories and it was a joyful occasion um full of love and connection and community and i i wanted to be remembered um for being kind and accepting and everything so when you were talking about that it just felt like oh so deeply i felt it so deeply and i just 
I'm so glad that you got to have that experience with her and that she was part of your life and so many other people's lives because having that acceptance to be who you are is so valuable and that love and that just, you know, I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) I had a serious reevaluation after her service because going into her service, I mean, you, you all watch our TikToks. You, you fully aware that we're like, you know, uh, uh, do we have a job? Do we not have a job? Are we, are we financially stable or we're not financially stable? Is the world going to fall out from underneath our feet? Like, are we okay? Is the sky falling? So, um, but also at the same time being very much like we got this, we create our own reality. We know what's going on. We're fully aware of our triggers. Of course we're asleep sometimes, but now we're awake like this oscillating back and forth. And so going into her service, I had been, I mean, I've been dealing with a lot of stress in terms of like, can I support myself financially and having to lean on my partner a lot for support financially right now in a way that I'm really uncomfortable with, but I'm really grateful for at the same time. And so that was my general this. Okay. Okay, great. This is awesome. I feel like all of you are going to like kind of, we're all, it feels like we're all starting to like get in the same wavelength again after a intense start. (laughs) But, um, so going into this memorial, I was feeling stressed out, overwhelmed and concerned about supporting myself and concerned about not pulling equal, uh, weight in my relationship in terms of finances, leaving this memorial. Please hear me when I say this, because this is the part that changes the world very literally and instantaneously. Leaving that service, I thought, okay, I could give a fuck about what I'm contributing financially. Have I been a decent human being? Do my, does my partner feel heard by me? Am I making space for his energy? When's the last time I called the people that I really care about? Um, I have a, a good friend of mine that lives uh, out of state, obviously you, Megan, but a different friend of mine as well that lives out of state. And um, and uh, she's uh, going to have a baby soon. She's having a baby and uh, trying to get pregnant. And I haven't really made a whole lot of time for her because I've been so busy. I thought about her and I thought about how important it is to make time for that phone call. I thought about the fact that uh, people in my life do feel like they can be authentically themselves around me. And I thought about how I'm learning to be my authentic self around other people and how those that aren't a match to my energy are just sort of naturally leaving my life and what a beautiful thing that is. And I recognized, well, I could give a shit about you know, how much money I'm bringing home. If my partner is feeling loved and heard and seen and supported and safe, I'm doing a good job. Like I'm bringing in so much. I am, uh, I'm literally, uh, standing in my power and contributing to this energetic ecosystem in a way that is beneficial to everyone. When I am coming, uh, from a place of unconditional love intention and integrity. Do you know what I mean? It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. And it has nothing to do with how I'm supporting myself financially or anybody else. Yeah. And I know that it's scary, uh, at least for me, I have a lot of social anxiety. So um, when you go to events, I hate, I hate events where people participate because I, I, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. Like I don't like to do the wave. I don't like to uh, go to an improv event where I get called to participate or whatever. And that's a lot of trauma um, and things that I've been working through. But I know it's scary to be that person that takes that first step in any of your relationships or in your life because um, it's like you're jumping into the unknown. But starting small by just like evaluating 
how your relationship with the people that really matter to you is. I know I've personally, um, I fell into a pretty, pretty bad place over the last, you know, couple of years because of the world. And, um, I recently over the last couple like month or so I've been reconnecting with some people who are really important to me that I just haven't been communicating with effectively. I haven't been um, connecting to them emotionally. I've just been like what we would talk, but we wouldn't talk, you know, the difference, you know, the difference. Um, And I started having those deeper connections and really being myself and being present and being in the moment with them. And it feels so amazing. And so you don't have to be the first person to get up and talk at a podium or start the wave or do any of this, but do think about those events that you've been to where all it took was one person to do a thing for the entire crowd to follow suit. And if you in your life opt to invite more love and value your time and value your boundaries and effectively communicate your feelings and um, explain struggles that you're having that someone else might be having that they are feeling isolated because of. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so like, I so specifically want to discuss like times that I fail or like announce that I'm like, this is what's happening and being transparent about things because I know I've often felt really isolated and like I was drowning and no one was there to help me and nobody else could feel the struggle or see the struggle. And, um, Nobody else could possibly have felt this way, which I know is silly, but in those moments, it feels true and it feels authentic. But I know that by me being the person that's going to the podium and saying, hey, this is what's happening, it might make you feel more comfortable to share your story or to reach out to that loved one or evaluate your life um, and what's valuable to you. And for you, it could be something totally different. For me, time was a big deal. Maybe for you, it's an abundance of rest because your life is so busy or an abundance of um, time in nature or um, like growing things or an abundance of like connection to what you're doing like physically or, or whatever. Um, but I think that's the end of my tangent. You get the point. So powerful, Megan. So powerful. Um, I was in, inspired to pull some uh, like Starseed Oracle cards while you were talking. And um, I got, I was kind of asking, I was like communicating with my team over here because I'm like, why does this message feel so muddled and confusing? And to me, at least personally, like, why does it feel like it's got so many different components all in one? We're talking about abundance. It's a pretty that's a, that's a pretty specific topic, topic, excuse me, abundance. Like that's what we're talking about. So I'm over here thinking, listening to you talk and being like, this is interesting how dynamic it is, how many subjects it is all at once. And, um, the information that I'm getting right now is, well, yes, because we are not all one mold. We are all different. So what is going to be most important to us in terms of what we're going to be manifesting abundantly in our life is going to be completely unique to the thing that we're actually seeking. So for Megan, it's going to be time. Like she's going to want to have an abundance of time in her life. So it's going to be important for her to, this is starting to make a lot more sense. It's going to be important for her to want to look at the channel of time in her life and like where she can generate more time, where she can be more efficient in the areas of her life that take up time that don't bring her joy so that she can make more so that she can have more time available for the areas in her life that do bring her joy and begin to open that free flowing channel the way that more space to be me more space to exist more space to have joy 
Yes. And then for, yes. And for me, I'm trying to think what would be equivalent for me, for me, um, what I'm seeking is an, cause you said nature and that sort of hit it for me. I was like, oh shit. Okay. I get it. I get it now. Meaning, um, for me, like, this is going to make me cry. Um, I am not okay where I live anymore. Like there's too many people here and I'm like, Ooh, you can hear, like, you can hear the emotion, you guys, like you can hear how done I am being here. And I just want to be somewhere where, uh, I can be like, uh, how do you say like, uh, free from other people's energy outside where I feel safe and held in literal nature. So to me, that feels like the most rich abundance I could possibly manifest in my life. That would be so much more significant than time or money or even other relationships in my life. Like right now at this point, all I really care about is having, you know, some serious silence in some beautiful places, but you can hear in, in me, it's so interesting that wave like kind of washed over me and now it's gone. So you can hear that emotional wave totally go through my entire energetic being and my entire body as I'm speaking to you, because that's what my body is seeking. That's what my every, that, that channel wants to be open within me so bad. And that's what I'm working on. And that's where my blocks are. But all of us are going to have very different, like I just heard one of you think about time with your kids. Like I want to have more time with my kids. Um, we're all going to have very different experiences of what we want to cultivate in our life. And what I would like to give you right now, what Megan and I would like to give you is permission to make that be your priority, whatever that is. It doesn't matter what it is because it's going to be different for everybody. But what we're telling you is this is where I'm like, oh, the message is more clear now. What we would like to do in this episode is give you permission to decide what is most important to you and make time for that thing because it will allow all of the other channels to open. And one of those channels that will open when you make time for the thing that's most important to you, and this is really the like hit home lesson here, is you will have more resources available to you to take care of yourself or the way that you need to take care of yourself when you make the time for the thing that feels the way that you just felt me feel when I am going to allow myself to be able to be in nature in that way. Yeah, you're essentially letting the universe know that this is a priority to you um, by taking those small steps and making the decision mindfully that this is what's really important to me. Um, I'm abundant in space to be who I am authentically. I'm abundant in acceptance. I'm abundant in um, time, like quality time, or I'm abundant in my connection to nature, or um, I'm abundant in my... Um, like freedom, just freedom. I'm abundant in my literal physical space. Um, maybe that's really important to you. But when you make that decision, the universe, it like opens up a pathway for you. You just have to kind of make sure you place your order. And a lot of times when we put that focus on money, 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 and we're focusing on that struggle with money specifically, um, like I don't have enough of it. I can't afford this. I can't do this. Um, the universe is like, okay, yeah, you, you you want more money trouble. That's okay. We can we can do that. But when if instead you're focusing your energy on um, all of those other avenues, all of those other hoses, whatever specific to you, and there's no um, black or white or wrong or right answer to this, as long as it's something that genuinely fills you, like fills up your cup. Um, but when you put that focus on it, it changes like the universe says, okay, here's your order of that thing. And um, it comes with all of the sides that are required to support that thing. So 
if you're looking for more quality time, maybe when you put that focus on your quality time with your children, um, you're able to find an opportunity to where you can work remotely so you can be with your children more often. Or maybe um, there's an activity that you can get paid to do with your children or something that you've never even considered or thought of. But that opportunity, I almost guarantee if you put that focus on it, some sort of opportunity that allows that space to open up further when you make the space yourself. You have to make the space yourself first, though. You have to decide that you are making room for that abundance in your life because it's coming. Um, but it will like that space will get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's okay. You don't have to focus on all of the things at once. And just because my thing right now is time doesn't mean it's always going to be time. You have to always be like reevaluating and being in tune with yourself and your circumstance and being open to pivoting and changing. I got clarification there too, which was super helpful um, in terms of like, why, why specifically is this so important to be, how do you like, how does this all mesh together? And it's like, if you are spending your effort, attention and resources on accumulating more financial stability in your life so you can get the things you want, source spirit and the creative forces that are you are going to be seriously blocked because it means that they have to then uh, literally conspire with the entire universe to make sure that everything that you want is delivered through one channel. And it just doesn't, I mean, it's so difficult for that to happen, right? Whereas if you are clear with the thing that you actually want, so Megan's seeking more time in her life, I'm seeking more nature in my life. Like literally I would uh, give up all my money if I could just live somewhere where I can go lay on grass every day. That's like outside, <laughs> you know, it's like not in a concrete jungle, but um, if that's, so if I then am thinking to myself, I need I want to buy a house in nature and I'm like making it about something that I can attain as opposed to just having it be nature, nature, nature. Or if Megan's thinking I need to get a job that pays more so I can have more time instead of just thinking about having an abundance of time, then we're really limiting ourselves in terms of what we can manifest. So now it's important to remember that you're literally a creator like you are here with massive force as a powerful being. If you're listening to this podcast, the name of this podcast, woo as fuck. If you are a being incarnate on this planet in 2021, listening to the woo as fuck podcast, there is a high likelihood that you are deeply aware of who you are as an energetic spiritual being and that you are powerful as fuck and that you are here literally to manipulate energy to create a world that works for you and everyone around you and that you've been doing this again and again and again and again to refine the thing that is you so that you can be the full embodiment of all that you are. And part of one of those lessons is recognizing and realizing that you do not follow rules, you create them as a creator. And so if you decide that you want something, if you decide that you desire something, the reason you desire it is because spirit desires it, because you are that source desires it, the universe desires it, and it is your right to have it. But if you are going to decide that the only way that you can get it is through some third party, some third thing, and this is sort of the core of all of it, then you are vastly mistaken of your own power because you are allowed to just look at the universe and say, this is the thing I desire. This is the thing I want. And I am fully aware that I'm a creative being with powerful potential and that this will now be in my reality. And it's just my job to resonate with it. 
then that gives you complete freedom in your experience where you're not trying to magnetize to you something that can get you something else, but rather just the actual experience you're wanting to have. Yeah. And I want to kind of reference an older episode. So let's talk about, say you want to see a green bird and you put into the universe, green bird, green bird, I want to see a green bird. Well, you're opening yourself up to, um, like that's your end result. You want to see the green bird. But if you focus on, I want to make enough money so I can go to this specific zoo at this specific time and see this one specific bird, it's a little bit harder. You know, you're putting a lot of parameters on that. And that's what you're doing when you're like, oh, I really want more money so I can have more travel or experience. Okay. Why not just want the travel and experience and be open to receiving it however it's received? You know, you're kind of like, like it could have been a really open filter, like, like you, like just a, like a tube, just an open tube and you're turning it into a funnel with like a, a really, like it was open and big at the top and then you like put pressure on it and then you turn it into this tiny little opening where only a few little drops can come through it. Um, that is so, I'm sorry. I just yeah. want to like say, I want everyone to hear. Can you, can I, can, can you say that one more time about the travel and experience versus, cause I think that. Or like yeah. say it five times. I think everyone needs to hear that again. And it, it's really like, it's not about having the money. Um, like when you think about what you want money for, it's not to have money. Like if you just wanted money to have money, what does it, that doesn't do you any good. You want money to travel. You want money to have a safe and secure home. You want money to eat certain kinds of food or you want money so you can buy a new outfit because we know that you've had that bra for four years and you really just want to afford a nice new bra or whatever it is. Um, and it's not the money itself that you want to begin with. It's the thing, the product, the feeling and then sit in that feeling and embody that like take the money away from the equation and what is it that you really want? That's, I guess, really the whole message of this. It's not about money. What do you actually want? Fucking Christ, man. Thank fucking God. Because I tell you what, when we first started doing <laughs> this episode, I was like, oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> it wasn't clear. It like, just wasn't clear. Oh, yeah. No, I honestly, we were, um, what, two or three minutes into it. And I almost said, you know what, let's, let's try again. <laughs> same, 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 same. But here we are like, okay, so that part that you just said right there, uh, it's not, it's, it's okay. That right there for me made everything like, ah, oh, like we can just settle in now. It's not about money. It's about what do you actually want? So now we can sort of work in retrospect and go back to the beginning of the episode. And instead of start off with, you don't need money to survive, which was super triggering. And I think it just needed to be said so we could get you all listening. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I might in the, when I go to record the intro for this, um, I might put a disclaimer that, Hey, you might be triggered at first, but stick with us. <laughs> actually, I think maybe we could even do it Pulp Fiction style and start at the end in terms yeah. of your editing, because right now, like we can, you can put this part at the beginning where it's like, wow, guys, that was a really rough start. And um, my God, like, but we're so grateful now because it's not even about money. We started off the episode thinking that this was going to be about money and explaining to you that that's just one channel of abundance and that we're learning how to open all the channels of abundance. And what we're ending the episode realizing, because again, we're working through this together, like me and Megan are working through this together and we're working through this out in the open for everyone to hear. Um, it's actually not about that at all. What we're really talking about is 
well, what the fuck do you actually want? Because once you understand, and it's like, we're not the first podcasters to say this at all. And we're not the first uh, people who channel to get this message. Um, this is consistent across the board. Once you recognize what you actually want, the universe can begin to conspire in your favor. But if you're thinking that all you want is this is this um, middleman to get you to the thing, then you're always going to be expending more energy than necessary to get something outside of yourself to manifest when you are allowed to just want to have what you want because you desire it for no other reason. And then the universe is like, thank God, like, thank you for being clear because now we can just deliver that thing to you. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's going to be a huge sigh of relief whenever you take this step and try it small. You don't have to change everything overnight. Just think it like focus on one thing. You know, what is one thing that you're struggling with and what the fuck do you want? Really? What What's at the core of it? Go a level deeper every time that you and that's what I do with a lot of like um, shadow work, too. Um, if I have an issue or I'm struggling with something, I kind of look at it in like levels. So I'm struggling with, um, I don't know, work. What about work am I struggling with? What about that is it that I'm really focused on? Um, what about that? Like if I could remove that situation, would that resolve it? No. Okay. Let's go another deeper. Like, and I just keep going deeper until I find the core thing, which is almost always some inner child bullshit <laughs> that I haven't worked with yet. Oh, joy. Yeah. I pulled, so I said it a minute ago, I pulled cards and, um, and I, and this is just, it's so interesting because I've got like these, uh, what are they? The starseed Oracle cards talk about hippy dippy woo woo. So we've got, um, here it's like just telling the story of literally what Megan and I are talking about, but it's again, none of us want the same thing. Um, and these cards here are telling you to remember that you're the one creating your reality. It's up to you to remember what you actually want and why you chose to be here so that you can open up those channels to have the universe deliver to you that which you seek. But um, I think it's important to remember, I kind of just wanted to give a little personal example for anybody else struggling with this. Um, I thought what I wanted my whole life, I thought what I wanted was to um, go and get a graduate degree and be successful in some sort of field, to be an expert in my field and to have um, higher education and be seen as someone like, mm, I don't want to say authority because that freaks me out, but like an expert, like I wanted to be an expert in something. And I also wanted to be an expert on something. I wanted to um, get my doctorate in history and then be like that. Like think about the History Channel. Like anytime they would have like an expert, the, the foremost authority in this very niche topic, and I wanted that to be me. <laughs> a thousand percent, yeah, literally. That. Do you have a line one in your human design? I'm not sure. I wonder because the line one is the investigator. I have. I'm a one five, and so for me, um, investigating things. But that I think but might that's be a of... five one. I, I can tell you in like a second. Hold on, I have it in my notes. That would be really talking. interesting if we're both a, a one five or five one. So um, um, here I was thinking that I wanted that that's what I wanted. Right. And, you know, and then back to like my history and that I wanted to, you know, be married with a house and kids and have that standard life. And I just never really thought outside the box because I assumed here's what I was actually doing, you guys. 
I enjoyed when other people were proud of me because I didn't know what I want for myself. I enjoyed when other people praised me for doing things that made them feel good about me because I didn't know what I actually wanted. So instead of taking the time and putting in the effort towards discovering who I was as an individual on this planet, I decided to take the easy way out and do the things in life that made other people around me happy so I could then feed off their happiness about what I was doing. And that worked for some time, but it's not healthy. And it's a, it's a type of energetic vampirism because I'm basically dependent on other people's interpretation of me being positive in order for me to be okay. So now that I'm recognizing that that's the pattern I was implementing over and over and over again, and now that I know that I'm actually allowed to want what I want and be happy in the way that I want to be happy, I am doing things in my life that past versions of myself would have thought were failures were missteps, were um, like irresponsible. And the version of me now is how is like how interesting that I literally prevented myself from, uh, from ever being content or allowing the universe to deliver to me exactly what I wanted because here's what I want. I wanna live in a van and travel with the love of my life and have few commitments outside of passion projects and things that I love to do. I wanna be doing tarot readings on the road and intuitive um, counseling sessions and working with you, Megan, doing this podcast and spending time with the people I love and having my main source of income be creating content. And- What I'm hearing is an abundant of it, abundance of experience. Yes, hugely. An abundance of experience, an abundance of time, an abundance of being outdoors. But yes, an abundance of experience, definitely. And the other versions of me wouldn't have even lived a life that allowed the platform for that to be delivered because I was actually focused on other things that other people wanted that had my energy leaving me, not coming back, and not manifesting anything that was in alignment with my higher self. So it's really important for you to get quiet and listen to the thing that it's, it's so funny. I feel like you and me are like behind, um, like we're following like these other channels that we listen to and that we tap into in terms of like podcasters and content creators. It's like, they were all talking about this message like four months ago, I think. And I'm like, Oh, we're right in line. (laughs) But it's like, what, like, what do you want? Like, what do you actually want? Because once you get clear with that, everything changes, everything changes because then your happiness, your joy is authentic. And it's not this thing you're painting on your face because you're actually getting it from the feeling of somebody else. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes absolutely sense. And I want to provide clarification for you and for everyone listening to this. Um, So what if we've covered something that someone else talks about? That doesn't matter. Um, And that goes for all of you. If you have any sort of audience or people in your life, they don't want to be referred to another source if they trust and love you. They want to hear it from you. And our perspective and the way that we say it is going to be different than someone else. And everyone's so uniquely different that there's a group of people who really resonate and respond to it being said in this way and delivered in this way. And there's another group of people who need it done in a totally different way. So we're just a vocal box for this being transmitted in a whole other way. They needed it at a different time and a different method and said in a different way. And they needed to be triggered as fuck as soon as they turned on the episode and then, you know, take a deep breath. Fucking Christ, right? Like, yeah, yeah serious, serious trigger. But um, I mean, I triggered myself. Y'all heard me trigger myself. That's what it's like when oh, I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm too. disassociating. I'm going to disassociate in live time. But you know what I mean by that is I actually think it's really special. Like I hear you and I appreciate that clarification and I really do acknowledge it and like take it into my being as truth. And I really do hear that. 
Um, and at the same time, I think it's really beautiful because to me, it feels as though, and I've witnessed this in my, in my spiritual community, because I would say I'm kind of like smack dab in the middle in terms of, um, I'm watching people who are really living in alignment most of the time, like, like most of the day they are in their core center and they're just kind of hopping out here and there when they have to deal with some external stuff. But, um, and then I'm seeing others who are just way off base and like really struggling. And then I'm sort of somewhere in the middle, but I'm seeing, um, it, it happen energetically in like waves of the collective, like people going through these experiences in waves. And I just find it interesting that you and I, it's like the waves almost seem pretty consistent in terms of the steps that you take once you're in them, but they come, they seem to come through the collective at different times. So it's like, some of us all went through this in 2017. Some of us all went through this in 2019, 2020. Some of us are all going through this right now. And it just seems to be that one of those pieces of the puzzle, one of those uh, wakes of the wave, if you will, or whatever, is always going to be that moment where you recognize, oh shit, what is it that I want? Oh shit, if, if this wasn't related to anyone else in my experience, what is it that I actually want? And I just think it's really special, meaningful, and validating that that's a message that you're always going to get when you're on the path of figuring out who you are authentically. I just think that's like, like it's a, um, it seems like a, almost like a, uh, like gravity, you know, like you're always going to get, it's always going to be something that's relevant. Yeah. And I really want to make sure that you guys are determining what you want and what, not what you think you should want or what someone else's perspective of what you need or want is. One more time for like, the people in the back. Yeah, what <laughs> you want. So not what's best for your partner, not what's best for your family. And that at your core, it could be that you want to have an environment where you can provide love and support for your children and your family that you didn't have growing up. And that's fine. But don't want something or need something because you're supposed to want or need it. Or that it's not going to be the same. You need to focus on like the core you, what you really want. If what you want to be abundant is is like time to chillax on the couch with some, some chips and a Slim Jim, like, cool, as long as that's authentically being yourself and that you're being abundantly yourself, you know? And just for those, just for the, the chip Slim Jim people, I want you to know, this is actually something I've been working big on in my, in my um, reading sessions, is that, um, you know, if you sitting on the couch eating chips and a Slim Jim is bringing you joy, and if that joy is real and unique to you, you are actually benefiting in the stability and the maintenance of the energetic frequency of the entire universe. Like you are assisting and you are helping in ways beyond your comprehension because the actual vibration that you can sit in, the frequency that you can emit when you're doing something that's in alignment and joy with your heart and nobody else, then you are also part of a larger ecosystem. Just like uh, if a frog in the rainforest is distressed and unable to go where it's naturally drawn, it will affect all of its environment. If you sitting on a couch eating potato chips in a Slim Jim is bringing you joy, it's going to be like that frog being in alignment in the rainforest and going where it's naturally drawn. If you're naturally drawn to the couch, cool. There's a reason for that. Be naturally drawn to the couch. Just make sure you're not doing that as a means of checking out or because someone else wants you to be on that couch. And so Megan, I think that yeah, piece absolutely. Of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's about what you want, not what someone else wants for you. And just like I said, be really careful about falling into the trap of being too afraid to want what you want because it's unconventional and therefore falling into the trap of 
feeding off the energy of accomplishing what other people want for you and feeding off their happiness because that right there is pretty much all up until my 30s what I what I implemented and it is easy to think that that is your happiness if you're not paying attention to the subtleties of what you're actually feeling and what what's actually going on inside. Yeah, um I am also very guilty of it. I am a chronic people pleaser and so I often would judge my own happiness based on the energy of everyone around me. So if everybody else was happy, of course I'm happy. Of course I'm happy. Mhm. Definitely not a hell, like shell like shell of a person. Um and it it's hard to disconnect yourself from that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure to point it out is because it's so easy to fall into the trap of my partner's happy, my kids are happy, I'm happy. Everyone around me happy, like my coworkers fine, and you don't even know, you can't even judge their happiness. You can like guess and you can like tap into their energy and you can base it on like empirical evidence of like they're mad when they do this, but that's just a trauma response and you know it. You know it's a trauma response. Um but what makes you happy? I'm going to go ahead too and make the bold assumption here that um, this is a personal assumption. I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I really believe that it's true that if you're any one of the millions and millions of people out there that is living a life where everything seems as though, oh, I'm just going to say this as truth because it, it's my truth. So take it if it's yours too. If you are living life and you are feeling like something's missing, but everything around you seems quote unquote good. Are you missing? Are you, are you what's missing? Exactly. Yep. If, if that's the thing, if that's what's happening, take a good solid look because chances are you're not acknowledging any about what you want and you're just taking sort of the preset program and what other people's expectations are and using that as your plug and play reality because you're not using your imagination and your heartfelt desire to figure out what you came here to create and what it is that you actually want because it's a big deal to take on that responsibility, but it's also way, way worth it. Yes. So your tool for your toolbox this week is to pick one thing that you associate to money and look at the core of it and then change your mindset around that one thing. So I really want money so I can go to the movies this week. Okay, cool. So what is it that you want to really have there? You know, you what you want is to have that experience where you want to leave the house or you want to whatever. And just be open to receiving the thing or that thing happening, no matter how small it is, without money being attached to it. And I think that it would be a really fun experiment um, to, can you see that movie without having to have money attached to it? Um, is it really about the quality time with your partner? Was it actually really about just leaving your house? Because you could go for a hike. There are lots of things that you could do. And just be open um, to being abundant in a different way this week. I'm going to add one thing onto that too. That, uh, the, uh, I love our toolbox. It's getting so full of good tools. Um, in addition to that, uh, and I'll link this in the show notes, um, Abraham Hicks has a really incredible tool. Are you going to do the latter one? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emotional guidance skill. Yeah. So, so take literally that like same exercise that Megan just said. Now attach an emotion to it. So in going to the movies, what emotion are you trying to cultivate within you through going to the movies? And then literally exactly what Megan was just talking about. What activity can you do or what thing can you implement? It doesn't have to be an activity. What can you do in your life? that cultivates that emotion it could even just be thinking about something that doesn't involve any sort of money at all like if you like let's say you want to go to the movies because you want to have romance with your partner for example okay well in what way could you implement that without going to the movies and then cultivate that emotion without having to implement a third thing oh man i'm just sitting in what it feels like like i I kind of feel like like if i could look into the future and everyone's like oh my gosh i just had like the best night with my partner or i just had the best like most cozy night doing what i wanted to do or um you were right i really did just want to leave the house and like i can feel that and it's beautiful and i'm so excited for you guys and thank you so much for hearing us out and sticking with us because i know uh it's really important it's super important. And I'm excited to hear, um, I'm excited to get the conversation started about what you guys actually want, like to, to hear, cause it's so, it's like all the colors of the rainbow light, right? Like everyone, every unique spirit is going to want something completely unique. And I, and, um, I want to mention on here since we're like, Oh my God, we've been talking for an hour. That's bananas. Um, the after show, have we talked about the after show on here yet? Cause we're going to be doing that after this. And I don't, I can't remember. <laughs> I, I legitimately can't remember if we talked about it or not. So, I don't, I don't um, know. effective last episode, we now have an after show. So we continue the conversation, but on camera, um, on our Patreon. So you get to hang out with us and we kind of talk about the behind the scenes and places where we've like stumbled or fun things or just like continuations of our thought. Um, with no time limit, it could be five minutes, it could be 30 minutes or whatever feels comfortable or right, because it's about what's in alignment. But if you want to continue this conversation, we do some pretty cool stuff on Patreon and we have the coolest reading that we're doing this week. It's really um, exciting. You guys I did illustrations. Um, I mean, by the time that this comes out, it'll already be on Patreon. I did illustrations, um, for three different groups. So instead of pick a card or pick a pile or pick a stone or whatever, Um, you're going to see I've done like little mini soul portraits of these three groups and you get to pick which one you resonate with and um, we're going to do it together I'm going to talk about the energy around it there's going to be a little video of it being drawn um, and then we're going to pull cards for that group so it's going to be really fun or it was by the time you've listened to this I don't know It's so exciting. Like, I I wish, um, please, please make time for the things you enjoy, because this is the type of shit that you get to experience then is like, we've been talking about this uh, since yesterday, we're not even doing this reading until Thursday. But we're like, this is the thing that we're like, looking forward to doing all week. And these drawings are so spot on, because I already like, I didn't even mean to, I was just looking at them. And I'm like, Oh, that one's me. (laughs) Like, it's just so spot on. But um, the reason I wanted to talk about the after show is because I'm feeling like there's a group of you that are listening to this who maybe have been listening to the podcast before, but I feel like it's more like a new group of you that are going like, whoa, I feel like I've, I feel like I'm starting to understand something. So if you're wanting to like hang out in this energy more, that would be a good place to do it. Because again, we're all on this sort of, we're all in this together. And um, 
it, it's hard stuff to, to hear and then decompress. And that's what Megan and I do in the after show is we literally just sit in the energy of what we discussed and we're sort of like, wow, okay, woof. And so um, that could be like a safe place to decompress. It's also a um, community. It's like where the community is, is um, starting to communicate with each other. So there's um, like, you can leave comments on our readings and there's a back and forth um, when we don't really have any other platform for that. So yeah, exciting um, stuff. The other day we were um, sitting after we ate dinner and one of the patrons were watching, uh, I'm not going to say who specifically, they were watching the one of our, our most recent joint reading and they were like live updating as they were watching it. Like, yes, yes, yes. And it was so much fun because <laughs> so I was fun. just watching it while I we were just sitting there, um, you know, hanging out. My partner and I were sitting there reading them together and um it was it was great and that kind of community and that thing like i remember i commented immediately i'm like i'm i'm living for this like keep going <laughs> it's so much fun well and also it's like it's nice to have that feedback because um we can hear you guys uh we can hear you when we're when we're doing these podcasts it's part of why we knew we wanted to do it is because before we ever even hit record we were like what is this collective we're tapping into? Because we know this isn't just us. And we wanted to put ourselves out there in a way where we could actually meet you and communicate with you. So it's fun that we now actually have a platform where we can like kind of all talk to each other. So, um, and then also readings, Megan does readings. I do readings and Megan does intuitive design too. Do you want to talk about that, Megan? Sure. So if you um, want to do a reading with me, they're wonderful and beautiful and I would love to do it with you. You get a fun little um, follow-up documentation where if we do any sort of guided exercises together, it's all listed out. Any sort of channeled messages are there for you, so on and so forth. And then any like topics we discuss obviously is covered with advice. And then um, if you want to do intuitive design with me, I can do... Um, branding or web design, social media stuff, whatever you need, because your situation is as unique as you are. And I work with connecting to your higher self and your future self to create something that attracts the people that you need to attract for whatever it is that you're doing. And it's something really special and wonderful. And I'm kind of trying to like change the, the energy surrounding design um, because the industry I've been in it for, I realized this the other day, almost a decade um, not quite a decade, but I'm, I'm coming up on it. And that clicked in my head and I was like, Oh goodness. Um, and, uh, it's a beautiful thing, but it's also kind of a gross industry sometimes. And I'm really loving kind of like changing the energy around it and the way it's done. So yeah. Do you want to talk about your, th your stuff? Yeah. Um, you, yeah, into, I, I just am really grateful that people like you are actually changing the way things are done because it's allowing, like new channels of abundance to come through, right? For all these people that don't fit into these boxes of what's already existed. Um, I also do readings. I do, Megan and I both do intuitive readings and um, all of that information's on my website, All Things Woo, which was intuitively designed by Megan. And then um, uh, I don't even feel like I need to really discuss it a whole lot on here because if you just go on my website, then you'll get a pretty clear idea of what it is. It's not anything that can really be explained in one sentence. It's just, if you're wanting help on your path and you feel called to work with me, then chances are I can be of assistance. So allthingswoo.space, I think I said .com, but it's allthingswoo.space is the website. And then I'm also on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, all, all things woo. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. It was really wonderful. And I'm so glad to be back 
for season two. It's been great. So we love you guys very much. I hope you're having a wonderful day and goodbye. Bye. Happy, happy, abundant blessings to all of you. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.